All right, we're live. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody had a good weekend. We had a good weekend. Do we know a good weekend? Very we had relaxing. a very relaxing weekend. <laughs> very, very relaxing. As you can see, I got some sun. Finally, I look like I live in Florida. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Um, so we're just going to say hi to everybody. We watched a movie uh, called uh, The Body Fights Back. It, uh, your body does indeed fight back against a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about it. I don't know if all of you got a chance to watch it. To watch it. We, uh, we're going to go over the trailer of it. You can watch it for free on Tubi. Later on today, we'll probably be putting up what we're going to talk about next week. Now that we got organized, it's not a holiday week, anything like that. Frankly, I knew what it was, and I just didn't put the fucking thing up. It's my, it's my fault. It's my fault, 100%. But next week, we're going to be talking about – we're going to try to talk about something like this every single week uh, just to give people, one, a break from me. Uh, but, but two, uh, we just think it's pretty interesting how the world has gone. This video was from 2019. Right. So. Yeah. So it was pre uh, uh, societal stupidness. Um, Dr. Joshua Walrick was in the video. I was not aware he was going to be in the video. Yep. Um, he's the doctor that I made look stupid on the, on the debate. So he was saying the same stupid shit. But, you know, I, I highly suggest you guys should watch the debate. We're going to say hi to a few people first. This person is just here for the BS. Nice. 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 <laughs> uh, one, two, three, eight, eight, seven, five, three. How are you doing again today? How are you? And yes, uh, ta-da. <laughs> uh, in case you're wondering, we do have our gluttony season monthly coaching live, uh, special. So that's just what, what I put out here. Um, it is a discounted, uh, a, a discounted rate for our monthly coaching that you can, uh, it's a month to month thing. Gluttony season is what we refer to as pretty much. October, November, December, January into February. Um, it is where people get less activity and also tend to glutton themselves uh, for the holidays. So if your problem has been where you've gained weight over the course of the, the year, you lose weight, then gain weight, lose weight, then gain weight. Of course, we have no morbidity. It will be restocked here in about another two weeks at maximum. But Along with that, you just need to build a healthier lifestyle. We can help you with our coaching. If you know it's blown away, we talk to people. This this variety of coaching is we talk to people every single day, uh, weekly video conference calls with either myself or Crystal. Um, and do, do please do check it out. We help adjust a person's lifestyle bit by bit. So check that out if you need it. Mel, how the fuck are you, Mel? Slatstukin67. That's how you say it. Slatstukin. Nice. I, I had to make sure. Uh, Kimberly Gonzalez, how are you doing? Peaceful Lifter, Sarah Armstrong, Janet, how the fuck are you? Sheeny Beanie. I hope everybody is enjoying this holiday. Thanks, Alan and Tiger Fitness Sale Info. You can check out, uh, I posted that up on the MF and COO on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter, please do. Um, I pretty much, I do not know why people have such a hard time. I was put in jail uh, for Twitter uh, not too long ago, like a 12-hour jail for saying something mean, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> but they pretty much let me say anything I fucking want. So, and I do uh, fairly often. So ch you should check that out. Gluttony season, great name. It's the fucking, uh, it's people glutton themselves all fucking, all fall and winter long. Uh, Mental Jewels is amazing. Mental Jewels is like uh, turbocharging your ADHD. I love that shit so much. I love it. In fact, I got to get more here coming up soon. I'm almost out. Jane, how are you? What's going on? Diane, 
Uh, I'm looking to try it. It's fucking amazing. Mental Jewels is what we're talking about. Cookies 404. I wonder how some people come up with their names. You know? Why are we out of focus? In, in and out of focus? Is something going on here? Okay. See? Is that me? Oh, I see it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my ADHD caught yeah, that. Yeah, it's doing so, it. Okay. I don't Sorry. Know I don't know why either. Amelia, how are you? Fox, Fox. Miss K, Sarah Armstrong, Sheenie Beanie may not uh, they may not realize, but once they become active, they will notice a huge improvement in their well-being. Some interesting stuff that we're going to talk about that we saw on this video today, but I also was just reading a pretty interesting article, a pretty interesting thread actually on on Twitter, talking about obesity and how uh, and how it has just skyrocketed, and it wasn't really a thing before 1960. Like it, it just wasn't really a thing, um, and we did not just change our genetics. Just as a newsflash. Uh, Scarlett, how are you? Made it to live. Bianca H. There's no better place to end an exhausted day than Alan's live streams. Hope you guys are doing great. Thank you very much. I, nice. that, that is nice. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not used to nice shit. So from you, I am. But she's very nice to me. Um, uh, made another live. Heidi, how are you? Bru uh, Bruce Hops. Bass Bunny Love. Uh, Crystal looks beautiful. Glad she's on. She does oh, look beautiful. I'm glad she's on too. <laughs> Medical Katzen. Don't even I don't know. Becoming a better me. Uh, Stella, Lady Hawk, Alan, you inspired me to do a birthday challenge of my own. I wanted to zip up a, a size four dress again on my 44th birthday. Well, today is my birthday, and I'm wearing that dress. Thank you, Lady oh, Hawk. Awesome happy job. birthday and congratulations. Right? Awesome job. <laughs> happy Labor Day. I don't even know what Labor Days are necessarily for. We just work our asses off all the goddamn time. So. Uh, I saw the trailer to this movie. It's basically nonsense making excuses for people being obese and healthy. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yes. We'll get to it in a second. So, uh, Emma, how are you? Rebecca, Elizabeth Fahey, uh, just like a thousand calories off, uh, off me. That's fucking amazing. Amazing. All right. So I think we got to everybody. Jacob, how are you doing? Uh, Renee Eek, Eck, Ecky, Eck. Glad I caught you both live. Just ordered no more video this week. Awesome. Appreciate your platform as a nurse. I see how firsthand how your words are not much needed. Thank you very much. I wish more people could wake up to the fact that, like, to a like the damaging shit is like well this this movie. It's a good transition, mm -hmm. Renee. Thank you very much. Um, it's a good transition. This movie that we watched. I'm going to pull up the. I'm going to pull up the trailer for it right um it's blank of course right now but the trailer in the movie i i'm i'm happy you picked because crystal is picking all these out you know but i'm happy you picked it out did you know it was going to be like how it was when you first picked it out and wanted us to watch it or i picked it out because i thought it was neat it looked like it showed the difficulties that people have with their relationship with food from multiple different angles. So they talk to people that are underweight, people that are overweight. Um, they talk to a guy that is really uh, into fitness. So I thought that it was good because they showed it from a lot of different perspectives. And I didn't realize at first that it was kind of like a, a body positivity movement mm -hmm. uh, documentary, like from that angle. But then the more I was looking into it, I thought it was really good to watch something that 
was really coming from that perspective mm -hmm. so that we could, you know, take, definitely take that perspective into consideration um, based on, you know, what they were saying about it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that they have an actual dietculturefilm.com. Yeah, I, I pulled up their website and was looking at it. And it was really interesting because they tell you like all the places where you can find it. And so like, um, in fact, you know what we'll do? I'll just do this real quick. This way you can. Here you go. So, well, if you click on, oh, <laughs> I can't reach. So watch now. And then it pulls up everywhere that you can watch the video. And what I noticed is on Tubi and Vudu, you can watch it for free. Which is, that's what, that's what we want for everybody. But um europe europe's coming soon i find it funny that it's not in europe when it's based in the uk yeah um it's uh i was i was not expecting it to be i was expecting it to be more like how we're like some of the so because some of the films we're watching right now are more about the problems with obesity the problems with our food and stuff like that and i think they're all extremely extremely important and interesting i did think it was important to get a good um contrast i mm -hmm, guess mm -hmm. to, to what, we're, what we're used to dealing with it was interesting to hear their perspectives because i don't like it's very easy for me especially because i'm like three four cyborg um it's very interesting for me to like kind of get very caught up in wanting to win the argument i guess i could say you know what i mean like and it is very much especially when you go through like the type of shit I go through on, on, a, on a pretty daily basis where people very much on the other, like you guys are fucking awesome, <laughs> but there's other people very much on the other side of the argument that like, if they would, if I, you, you can really tell for some of them, if given the chance, they'd like stab me in the eyes, you know? And so I get caught up a lot of times in the, the, I, you know, the ABCs of winning an argument type thing. And not that I, I in any way decided I'm going to change like my reference on how I view stuff, because I do think the most kind thing that I do for people is give them very blunt and honest truth. Right. It does make me see how fucking delusional some of these people are um, like where they don't really speak in uh, logic at all. Like they'll contradict themselves. We, we counted this this young lady right here. I don't know her name. And uh, I feel real. I do feel for her because this woman is not going to like, in my opinion, age, age is going to fuck with her so bad. Like so, 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 so bad because her, how her looks are perceived are a very big thing to her, you know? And uh, like she's the, the one thing I found very contrasting is like, she was like, and I get judged on how I look. I would never go into it. Like, like, but sometimes I have to, I just have, you know, I'm out and about, I have to pee, but I would never go into McDonald's because I wouldn't want people to judge me because I'm the fat woman going to McDonald's. And then literally two minutes later, they show her going into a pastry shop and smashing a cupcake, yeah. you know? And I just, I, I think it was interesting for me to see the different side where it's like, the, there's not really rationale to it. Um, I would wonder if there would be a follow-up to this after the pandemic, you know, because it was all about like, the normal crazy, you can't like the, you, 
the one lady was like, you can't tell anything about a person's health by their weight. You know, like that I find it just to be kind of, I, I, I found it to be the normal pre pandemic uh, body positivity thing. I'm surprised the movie didn't go better. I bet you money, if it wouldn't have been for the pandemic, the movie would have got done much, much, much better because it came out in 2000, late 2019, right? Um, this young woman here was bigger, right? Yes. Uh, she was bigger than lost weight for health. Like, she's not a well woman, you mm -hmm. know? Um, yeah, she has a lot of health issues. I'm going to go back to the trailer if I can, if it's, I can't find, oh, here, the trailer's right, right here. Okay, so let me make sure you guys can hear this. There we go. Okay. I would wake up thinking about food, thinking about my body. I would look at myself in the mirror and be insanely critical. It was more okay. Just real two things real quick about him. Um, first of all, I found his story to be kind of interesting um, in that he is more like more, it's a much more orthorexic type thing. Uh, and I would also like to point out that he's gripping the bar wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like you're supposed to, I, it's driving me crazy, but he's gripping it and he's going to give himself tendonitis, like really, really, really bad, like elbow tendonitis, really, really bad. Like this right here. The bar is supposed to sit farther back in your palm and your knuckles are supposed to be over. You're not supposed to grip like that. I'm just saying. Uh, but he did talk about the normal bodybuilder stuff. He, he felt he needed to eat seven times a day. The biggest thing that he did was he justified all these things in order to binge. Like 10,000 calories. Like do, do like the rock thing. And, I, and Crystal and I are big advocates too. Like... I, and I, I just think a lot of people, a lot more people that we know in the fitness world are bigger advocates of like more realistic style of eating than that. Like what they, what gets promoted on both sides is not necessarily healthy. I mean, the Fed acceptance movement is obviously very clearly unhealthy, but like the fucking, like the rock, the rocks diet, like has fucked more people up, you know, like promoting the cheat day. Yeah. The, the epic cheat day, you mm -hmm. know, where you just gorge on food yeah. and unhealthy food yeah. as if dude's not like a human pincushion and like his job is to work out too at the same time and i noticed this gentleman in the documentary he was over restricting too mm -hmm. so he talks about eating like 1500 calories and working out multiple times a day and then he would get towards like the end of the week and he couldn't wait for that cheat meal and then he would eat like tons of McDonald's and chocolate bars and ice cream and all of this stuff until he physically felt ill, you know, and then he would start all over again. So it was basically his routine was over restricting until the point where he had a binge. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and they justify it by calling it a cheat meal. Right. Then that's what, that's why for our clients, like we don't do cheat meals. Like once a week, have something eaten just for pleasure. Realize it's not you're not cheating anything. You're ingesting those calories. Check out how you made how it made you feel afterwards is a very important thing. Like he would talk about how he would feel horrible after after eating that that food to the point where he would feel bad uh, emotionally. Everything like that would just keep doing it. Like 
that's very serious binge eating cycle. I, I can completely relate with how he was talking about, especially the last time I, I tried to like lose weight before we figured out the hunger management method where I would just like, I would do good, 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 fucking fuck it. Something stressful happened or I just want something and I fucking just eat everything. Right. But I do think that, uh, to a certain degree, uh, his like my looks are everything like at one point in time he was like so i have the perfect male body i'm like the entire movie was about aesthetics and looks like mm -hmm. the entire like every person they talked to um was it was very much about mm -hmm. how they look yeah and you know and then how that translated to their relationship with food right and i just well i, I talk about it fairly often we don't like i i and i I, the weird thing is I have to be, I try to be honest with, with you guys about it as much as I can. Like I am happy with how I aesthetically look now, probably more than the only time I think I feel like I look better since we knew each other was on our first date, which by the way, the anniversary of our first date is three days away from now. <laughs> um, but, and that's, I was like fucking 30 years old, 31 years old and fucking, or what was it? 17. I was like, I was fucking 34 or something like that, but I had abs and fucking, I was big and, like I literally just, I worked 14 days a month and worked out the rest of it. That's what was the literally entirety of my life. I ate like raw steak and salad, you know, because that's the, like the mind frame I was in. I was a fucking beast. But anyway, I mean, I, and I worked out for like three hours a day. It was unhealthy that way, you know, but anyway, but I'm pretty happy with how I look, but that's all a, a byproduct of I sleep well, eat well, drink uh, lots of fluid, stuff like that. You know, like I really think that like, that's a byproduct of it, especially at my age of just trying to take really, really, really good care of my health versus uh, like trying to look a certain way. You know, he's this gentleman in this movie is definitely trying to look a certain way. And he talks about and he that. talks about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I also found interesting was all of the people in the documentary, besides the one young lady that I, you know, that was suffering from anorexia, all the other ones talk about over restricting and then binging and eating in secret uh -huh. yeah, and yeah. trying to hide it from other people. The eating in secret thing. I, I, I used to binge in secret. Like, so like I would binge in the closet basically like in like literally in the fucking closet, you know? Um, when I traveled for work, it was really, really, really bad. Cause when I traveled for work, I could literally just fucking stop at fast food, grab 10 McDoubles, have a fuck, get a bowl of ketchup, like literally a bowl of fucking ketchup. And just dumped them in there, do my computer work, and talk to her on the phone, and text, and text funny stuff from different personalities. True so I, story. I, I have got like ten different personalities that I text. I text her as. You know. Anyway, um, true story. Still do it occasionally. Like we're always together, so we don't get a chance too much. But like sometime I'll like fucking text her from another room. Like this is Larry. I still anyway. I mean I don't know who the fuck Larry is by the way. But, but um. Uh, so the, the the eating in secret, I definitely I definitely related to. Um, I mean, I would suggest that he's like more than anything, he's a binge eater that is trying to cope. So I hope this dude. I, mean, I hope everybody does well. Like yeah, I mean, I hope course. this dude does well. Insanely critical. It was more than just the food. It was who you spoke to. It was whether you walked somewhere, whether you got the bus. Okay, that young lady had had very severe anorexia. And I do find it funny that the vast majority of people right now, I would classify, like, I think the huge portion of America has binge eating disorder. Like, it's not like, 
I'm talking, I, I would bet you it's one in two people have, have some, if we actually went through the classical list of what binge eating was, I would bet you at least 50% of the country had some sort of semblance of binge eating disorder. We just aren't, it's not recognized. And part of the reason why it's not recognized is because the pharmaceutical industry and the food industry wants you to fucking binge. They want you to consume, you know, um, at least I would bet it's more than one in two, like people that have some sort of trouble with portion control or overeating at points in time, like the, the differences of binging, right? I'm happy that they did talk about anorexia because we don't actually don't talk about anorexia all that much. There's multiple things, multiple reasons why we have had multiple anorexic clients that we've done fairly well with. I'm always kind of staggered at how uh, anorexic clients do seem to ingest a lot of sugary, sugary fluids. It seems to be odd. Um, and that's where they get a lot of their sustenance. They more malnourish themselves than, uh, than anything. Um, at least the ones we've had. Uh, I'm sure there are others that just don't take in calories at all. But here's here's the thing. Like one, I do believe that people that have very serious anorexia, I don't think that uh, that necessarily uh, online coaching is what's good for you. I think an inpatient therapy where they can very seriously monitor your stuff, not eating, you know, is going to be very we dangerous. Recommend- counseling for all of our clients. We believe that that can benefit anyone and everyone. Mm -hmm. And we help people with healthy habits. We can't help you determine the why. Yeah. We we, we build, we build and help the person build, identify and maintain habits, habits and uh, lifestyle, lifestyle changes. You know, Um, I do think that people that have very serious anorexia need very, most of the time need very seriously physically monitored. Um, just because they just the, the not the not pulling in of food is I'm not going to say less healthy than binging to an obese weight, but it is more immediate. Maybe, what do you think? Like she was the only one that was actually hospitalized. Hospitalized, right? You know, but she was also the only one that they showed that seemed like she felt like she was in a really healthy place and yeah. like she had healed, yeah, she you know, recovered, a little bit. Uh, recovered. Yes. Most of the other, well, and the, the, the fitness guy, he felt that way at the end too. Yeah. But some of the other people, it seemed like it, it was still something that they were working on. Yeah. That's a good point. And when I said the why, I mean like not the why of what, why you want to get healthy, but why the source of your, you know, difficult relationship with food. Yeah. You know? that, that's, because that's usually it stems from something like uh, most of the people that were in this documentary talked about how they use food as a coping mechanism. Yep. So, you know, when they felt sad, they turned to food to m- help them feel happy and yep. help them feel better and take their mind off of what was upsetting them. You know, what, it, you know, thing that they encountered that day or memory or whatever, you know, that had brought them down. They used the food to bring themselves back up. Yeah. That, that's a very good point. Like they all, they all like openly admitted that they used food as happiness, mm-hmm. you know, and don't get me wrong. I eat food that makes me happy. Crystal made me fucking peanut butter cookies last night and it's literally peanut butter and egg. Just so everybody understands. Like, uh, and they were fucking banging, banging, banging. Um, so pr- protein and fat. <laughs> like, uh, but, but 
you know, they made me happy, but they're like, I, like, I also just had some, uh, beef cheese and, uh, some pepperoni, like sauteed together. And they also I, had a little bit of coconut sugar. A in little bit too. of coconut yeah. sugar. Yeah. But like, for real, like it's food. You should enjoy your food. I always say this. I, I, I do not eat anything I don't enjoy. Like I just don't because I, that makes me feel restricted very, very, very quickly. I don't think that people should be eating things that they don't, don't enjoy. Um, unless you can't find anything that you enjoy that's that you can eat in portion size large enough or small enough to maintain a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the people like, I don't eat vegetables. I don't understand, like all vegetables, any, like all of them, you know, they talked about that a little bit too in this, like the, they talked about food deserts and, and economy, right? This, mm-hmm. the one, the one woman on the cover was talking about how like, you know, people don't have time and people don't have uh, money, but they also showed the same woman eating a lot of pastries, a lot of pre-done items, and she apparently posts to fucking social media and goes to fucking like convention or concerts or not even concerts like uh, carnival, like festivals yes. all the fucking time. Like you've got time, you know. It's just prioritization. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. And then when the clips that they were showing to kind of like support that. There were pictures of like all of these fruits and vegetables in the grocery store. So it was like, I found it interesting how they were trying to portray this certain idea to support, you know, their thought. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of things that they presented kind of contradicted it too. Yeah. You know? That's so true. And like she was making these like frozen meals and stuff. And I was saying to Alan, like, it probably takes like 20 minutes to make that roundabout, I guess. And I was like, you could brown up some chicken in a pan and steam some broccoli in that same amount of time. So I don't really know that that's saving you time. Yeah. By having that frozen meal instead of fresh food. I completely agree. And if you stop buying all those processed snacks, you could spend that money on healthy foods yeah the whole the when whole, it comes to the cost thing the whole argument for the cost thing is insane because we do not spend that much money on food and mm-hmm. i eat meat almost exclusively like but like we one do a fabulous job like the new focus and we're going to start showing you guys some of this probably hopefully within the next like like within the next six months we plan on changing our content up quite a bit you know to where we're trying to really actually just display things that help people not to mention talk about this stuff but mm-hmm. um like we made uh like a citrus uh, a citrus pork butt the other day that we ate on for like two days. It was like a dollar fucking 38 or something like that. A pound. We took the bone out of it, used the bone to make, to make stock. So every time we made rice for it, we actually just used the fucking bone stock to make rice. And then we, uh, last night I, the liquid that was left after getting the rest of the meat out, it still had some meat in it and some of the broth and some of the excess meat from the, making the broth. I used that to make beans with. So now we have, you know, uh, We'll probably have 10 meals off of, for the two of us together, not just 10 individual meals, but 10 meals for the couple, 18 bucks, like, I mean, something like that, of high protein, fiber, nutrient dense food, you know, like 20 bucks maybe, you know, so that's like a dollar per person per meal of protein, you know, and it was delicious and delicious, (laughs) absolutely fucking delicious, right? And it was just because we reused all the things that are going with it. Like, mm-hmm. There was um, minimal waste. Like I do this thing with chuck steak. If I get in a fattier cut of steak, a, a fattier, fattier cut of steak, 
I will cut the fat off of and I'll render the fat. I rendered the fat for out of, out of this. I rendered the fat cap, fat cap off of the, the pork. off the pork too, you know, like, and then you don't have to buy butter. So it saves you on that. But also then you're not wasting part of the animal. Like it's, yeah. it shows more respect to the animal too, you know, yeah. just little stuff that the ADHD decided to take me on. Notice how good she is about this stuff. She just like, it's gotta be entertaining sometimes. Like we end up talking, we talk about crazy shit all weekend. I'm going to get moving with this because if I start talking about that, then I'll, anyway. <laughs> I'm now believing that my body is ugly and abusing it with food. So that's where health should be spoken about. Not, oh, you're fat, you're going to die of a heart attack. How did we get here? It's in sort of... Like, she doesn't want people to talk about her, her looks of being fat. She wants to talk about how she's mistreating her body to make it fat. I can understand that. But I think that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> that is what we do. Because I don't, I don't give a fuck what you look like. I don't. I care what she looks like. She can look anything. Like I could go blind tomorrow, but I care what like her how she is with her health. You know, because there's been times in our in, in our, you know where you've guided me to healthier food decisions. Obviously, because like I mean, she literally is my coach when she would see me binging. But there's also been times where like I'll ask you if you're not because if she gets stressed, she does not eat as much. Like it's very different backgrounds, right? And I'll ask you, like, hey, are you okay? Because I know you, ha you haven't eaten that much. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's just what it's it's about looking out for somebody's health. Yeah. It's not an aesthetic thing. I will just point out, though, that for most people, that if you just watched out for your health, the aesthetics follow. I will say for this young lady and a lot of other people that have already been very big, aesthetics should just put that shit the fuck down. Like, because like, she, she's very interested in, like, if she ever truly tries to get healthy and lose this weight, She's not going to like how she looks because she will have a lot of loose, a lot of loose skin that she's not going to like because they showed her half naked most of the movie um, because she and she's fine with it. I'm like, my thing is be be good with yourself. Where the fuck you want, mm -hmm. you know, but she's very focused on how people view her and wanting people to view her as sexy and curvy and all that stuff. And if she loses weight for her health. She's going to have a lot of excess skin. And that is truly the body positive movement we need in society in order to get healthy is loose skin acceptance. We need that shit, you know? Yeah. She seemed to be very concerned with aesthetics for herself, you mm -hmm. know, and her body mm -hmm. the, throughout the entire documentary. So this starts off, eating disorders are not about food. I'm not about food. Um, they're never about food. When something goes wrong with eating, then we know that there's something really fundamental going I don't agree with that because people are, can be addicted to food, the actual physio physiologically addicted to food. And you know? food choices matter. Yeah. What you're eating yeah. matters. Yeah. Not just the portion size, but the quality of the food matters. Absolutely. 100%. Going wrong. It makes people anxious often to think about the shame and the guilt that's underneath dieting. And, you know, diet culture tells us, of course, we can and we should be able to control our bodies. That's because you can and should control your body. I'm, but I think that's that can be empowering. If you say that you have no control over it, then doesn't that make you feel like you have no control yeah. over it? I mean, it's empowering to know that you can do something about it. You can start making healthier choices. Mm -hmm. You know, that should make you feel better, Absolutely. you know, knowing that there's hope because you can take control of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like if there's no control over it, 
that's kind of hopeless. Yeah. Like that would be really upsetting. <laughs> I agree. When I put my clothes on, I look like a non-disabled cisgendered white woman who is thin and I I'm just I just gotta say it. Cisgender is the stupidest fucking term ever. Okay. <laughs> it's it, it's it's a it's it's stupid. I don't you don't mm. anyway. You receive a lot of privilege, but actually my body's very different to a lot of people's. Yeah, this woman talked about thin privilege a lot, right? Because she went from being fat because she's fat and then she got sick, so she had to lose weight. Funny how that happened. They, they kind of brushed over that a lot, but she had to lose weight because she was in, indeed ill, right? Um, to, to live, she had to lose weight, and they did not really talk about that. You no, know? and they talked about how when she was in the hospital and she couldn't speak because she had tubes and stuff, um, she said that the nurse kind of told her, you need to lose this weight. The reason why you're in the hospital is because your weight is out of control and you need to change it. Mm -hmm. And she felt like that was really cruel and unfair. And, you know, that does sound like, you know, she got some tough love, but then she lost the weight, you know? So I don't know, like maybe it was what she needed to hear in the moment. Maybe it wasn't, you know, I don't know because they don't really talk about if she, did it in a healthy way. They don't really discuss how she lost the weight and whether or not, you know, she did it in a healthy way. Mm -mm. They just talked about her struggle with food. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really cover her weight loss journey that much. So I don't know. And then she did start getting into uh, uh, her thin privilege. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely like, I'm sorry. I, and I know this upsets people a lot, but is there like, I mean, is there privilege in, in the world? Yes. Thin privilege is not one of them. Okay. The absence of consequences, negative consequences for your actions are not privilege, you know? And I think another thing that was touched on a lot in this documentary was this idea that, you know, their life was in a bad place and all these terrible things were happening to them because they were overweight and because of fat phobia and, you know, people mistreated them and said mean things to them because they were fat. And I'm sure that people did say cruel things to them mm -hmm. and it might've been related to their weight. But if you go through life thinking that it's just because you're obese and then you lose the weight and people are still mean and they say mean things, you're going to be really, I think, in a bad yeah. place because you had this idea that if you just lost the weight, everything would be perfect and right. everyone would be nice and everyone would love you. And that's just not, unfortunately, that's not how the world works where, you know, sometimes people are just mean yeah. and they say really mean things and they are opportunists. Yeah. So if they see something that stands out to them that they think will hurt your feelings, those are the things they're going to say. Absolutely. I, I, I think that's an excellent, excellent, excellent point. They, I mean, a lot of these people and a lot of people, a lot of people we get, they want to lose weight because they feel that it's going to better their life in the way, like they focus on what it can better beyond what it actually does. You know, like they're like, if I, you know, if I can lose, we've had people before. I just, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I want to find a wife or a husband. So I need to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Like that's, so when you lose the weight and you don't all, all of a sudden this magical person does not just appear like it's very demotivating, like yeah. extremely, extremely de demotivating. Or I just need, want to look a certain, I just, I just need to have this, or I want to look a certain way. You're never going to like what you've built up in your mind is going to be like very seriously hard to, 
actually attain. Yeah. You know, like, and that that is that is that leads to body dysmorphia, all sorts of other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not what you should do, you know, necessarily. That's why I like the focus to be on living a healthier life. Yeah. You know, making healthier choices because that's all good. Mm-hmm. But if you're focused on all these other reasons of why you just need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You could lose weight in an unhealthy way that causes more problems. You could lose the weight and then still feel unhappy because yep. none of these problems magically went away just because you lost the weight. Yeah. So I like the focus to be on living a healthier life. Yeah. You think that I sit on my ass and I eat what I want. I don't go to the gym and I don't work as hard as you. My- and I can tell you, hang on. What do you- apparently tells you that if we're really serious okay. they 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 claim this this woman said like you think i don't go to the gym they actually never showed her in the fucking gym and she looked when she was stretching out she didn't look like she knew what the fuck she was doing like i'm not saying that every fat person does not work out uh i know many fat people that do right um i to the point where i wish some of some of the people especially the people that are faff uh fat as fuck uh i i i to a certain degree, I wish you'd work out less to, in less dangerous ways than what you do. Like get into a fucking pool, um, get into like, you know, walk, uh, ellipticals, you know, if you can safely use an elliptical, please do. Um, you know, don't worry about toning your arms when you weigh 300 pounds, worry about like weighing 200 pounds. Then like, let's worry about like how you're aesthetically going to look. Uh, toning is like literally, like there's a musculature tone that like when you're like when you're in good athletic shape, like your, your muscles just have like a certain natural uh, intensity to them. But that is a very different thing than like I want my arms to have low body fat on them so people can see my triceps. Right. Uh, they also talked about the Nike thing in here. Yeah. Uh, this is 2019. Just to bring you guys back. 2019 was when Nike first had their plus size models. And a bunch of people in my in, in my realm, the fitness realm, lost their motherfucking minds as if fat people should not have clothes to work out in. Um, you can check my history. We'll probably even pull this video up here in a little bit yeah. where I was very fucking clear in saying, like, I think that, and I've said this the other day. I, you, you're proud of me. I, I said it the other day, too. Like, every, clo- every athletic clothing line should be very inclusive, especially bathing suit lines. Absolutely. You know? To the point where you and I talk about the shoe thing, oh, the shoe thing bothers me more than any fucking thing, is because like like Nike did not design these clothes these clothes to actually be good for the athletic performance or and or safety of fat people. They designed them so people will buy seventy dollar tights, you know, and so they can wear like hi, I get to wear Nike, and they're probably more than seventy dollars for really big people. They're probably fucking like one hundred and twenty dollars for really big people, because for especially for things that stretch, like stretchy materials. They have to double layer the material so it takes twice the material because it stretches out so so much that it like becomes see-through and the seams need to be made uh uh need to be made uh, thicker and more durable and stuff like that so sorry i just rain banned that shit for a we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit it's about reversing the burden of chronic lifestyle disease we need to start viewing this as a political issue and the socioeconomic issue that it is. It is not. It is. Um, it's just not. Like, it's not. A, it's not an economic issue. It's not. The, uh, like overconsumption. How is how is over over consuming something an economic issue? 
because even if it's not the healthiest food, you could still eat less of it. Like, and when the food choices you're making have absolutely no nutritional value to them, like the, the cupcakes and the cakes and she was eating ice cream and, uh, things the, the chocolate spread, like yeah. you're not getting anything nutritionally from that. Like don't buy those things and just save your money to buy nutritious foods that are actually going to properly fuel your body. I guarantee you where this woman bought chocolate spread that she was eating with a spoon out of a fucking container. They sold plain oats right next to that shit. Probably, mm -hmm. you know, like it just, it's, 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 it's the, the, I'm glad we watched this video, but the video was very much a, this is why you could tell it's early 2019 too. It's like, or this is when body positivity was just fucking taken off, you know? If you still have an end goal of weight loss, then you don't really have unconditional permission. Everything that you do is still conditional on not gaining weight because restriction comes from fear. Yeah, and that's that's Dr. Joshua Warwick. What's up, motherfucker? If you're watching this, I made you look stupid. Um, I, I This is the doctor that I did get to admit that there was, like, if uh, there's at some point a certain degree of weight that he would prescribe weight loss for. So, like... I, you know, I believe I was like, is there just a weight that you would say to the person you need to lose weight? He's like, well, of course. So same thing with like how obesity causes 13 different types of cancer at a higher rate than cigarette smoking. I, he had to admit to that because that is just absolute fucking science. You know, it's things like that where it's like whenever you take the feelings away, like this guy's trying to like this guy's a big weight stigma. Like, you know, it becomes it comes from fear. You should be fucking terrified of being morbidly obese. You, it's horrible for you. You should be terrified, especially in the world uh, that we live in today. I mean, it's fucking terrible, you know? It has been the hardest thing ever to deal with. To be in your early 20s and to be in a position where you're considering taking your own life. Now, the cool part about this was it was actually like a body positivity, positivity uh, festival that I thought was good for the most part. You know, like this, this woman clearly was, was a burn survivor. Yeah, I believe that was the yeah. woman that was a burn survivor. Yeah. And then they had other people with other disabilities that obviously mm -hmm. distorted their bodies in some way. I think that that's what body positivity was actually made from, you know, like where, where it should be focused. Uh, when like people being positive about their bodies, when there's literally nothing they can do about it, they should rock that shit. This woman right here that, that the cursor is on, I was burnt badly and looks like, I mean, I cannot imagine the pain this woman went through and survived. She should be, she should be applauded as, uh, like, you know, a showing of strength in society. Um, and I just, I find it to be kind of, and I, I was interested in your opinion about it. I wanted to save the conversation for here. Like, I find it to be very kind of almost um, like it. Th this woman who thinks extremely highly of herself. Well, I don't think that's the same. No? Isn't that the woman from, she was, she lived in a country where they. What, what woman? She was the, she was the woman that lived in Nigeria or something like that, where they, uh, where they thought bigger women were good and then she moved to the UK. Oh, is that her? I, I think that's her without the wig. Oh, I don't know, but let's just put it this way. <laughs> this woman who is like her, her body positivity marker is she's just fucking big, right? Like 
she could change this. She could change her size. This woman cannot change her scars. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be like cheapening of this woman's plight by this woman. You know, she's she's pulling her shine a little bit. And I don't like that. I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was good because I thought it was, you know, um, people from all walks of life and, you know, some people with disabilities, some that didn't, you know, some had scars, some didn't. Mm-hmm. It was just like kind of felt like it was welcoming everybody. And I thought that was good. I just question why, like, ever, like why it had to be in like underwear and bathing suits, because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some people that are modest that wouldn't have felt comfortable in, in feeling like they'd have to dress that way in order to be accepted. Yeah. So that was the only way that I thought that maybe it's not that inclusive if mm. you're making some people feel like they can't be included because of that. But smart. that was the only uh, thing that crossed my mind. So smart. The anti-diet movement is gaining a lot of traction. It's growing, especially in London and the UK. I do think there will be a backlash to that by the diet industry because it's such a huge industry. The funny thing is, is all these people speak about the diet industry, like they, they bring up the 70 some, 70 some billion dollars or like that. As you watch them walk into the pastry shop that's, a, you know, like a fucking hundreds of billions of dollars a year in sugar and hundreds of billions of dollars a year in soda and stuff like that. like. Crystal and I, like, I, there's a certain degree, like, where the diet industry, I think, gets it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, the diet industry, absolutely, I think, gets it wrong when it comes to, like, marketing certain, like, products or methodology towards people that just need to, like, make some minor changes and keep those changes. Because what you'll hear them all say all the time is how people regain the weight like they they mentioned it in this in this in this video multiple times how people will lose weight and then gain it back because diets don't work and i it bothers me so bad because they actually means the diet worked you just didn't make a fully a full change you know well because usually because diets are unsustainable and that's because they're doing extremes that's why i don't like the all or nothing like i'm all in and i'm only going to eat healthy foods ever and then or i'm completely off and I ate something unhealthy. So I ruined it. And now I'm, I'm just going to eat all the unhealthy things because, you know, I sabotage myself. Like, you know what I mean? There has to be healthy balance where like you eat healthy foods most of the time. And then, you know, it's okay to have a piece of cake in portion, you know, for a celebration, Mm -hmm. you know, or a slice of pizza or something like that, or, you know, a portion size, you know, so that you're not, binging on unhealthy foods you're just having an indulgence and then you go back to eating healthy foods again yeah i I like that we're gonna get to a few of the questions in the comments here Uh, i need a drinking game for the times they blame white males it wasn't that bad and i'm I, i feel that i'm like decently like sensitized to that shit i don't i didn't find it that bad I, I, they did I, mention it, though. Yeah, I they did mention too. it. They mentioned <laughs> the patriarchy a couple times. I mean, I got. I really mean this. Women are way more critical about other women's looks than men are about women's looks. Uh, I, I, I believe that, you know, to a certain degree. There are some men that are just fucking assholes. The, I mean, and you point this all the time. Like, 
a lot of these people were saying how they got treated poorly for being obese. Mm -hmm. Those people are just going to treat you poorly. Because they're just bad people. They're just bad people. <laughs> you know? And that's unfortunate, but that's, you know, that's how people can be sometimes. Watch this last night. There were two people that reminded me of my issues with, uh, with uh, eating disorders. I, yeah. I saw the, I, I really, the, the fitness guy, I was like, wow. Like, I mean, it was, he spoke a lot of things I was fucking listening to, you know, I was hearing, you know, uh, let's see here. I can see in here. Okay. There's a lot, a lot more to it than, than that though. I don't even know. Like, then what? I don't know. Johnny death. If you're still there, let me know. Nice name. Uh, the first guy who reminds me of myself even went down getting mad and uh, having binge days. That's true. So, uh, I was also roofied and sexually abused by some furious women which was humiliating because I was grotesquely obese. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's um, terrible. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, 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 sorry to hear that. I have, I don't know what we're, what you're referring to, but I, I'm very, very, very like. I hope you're. I hope you've talked to somebody about that. Yeah. You know, the drug the drug in Wegavi now comes in a pill. Pharma was worried they would miss out on those who can't give themselves shots. I'll be looking at that just to find out what's going on. Um, Smeglitude, it's, uh, it's a very dangerous fucking thing, you know? Uh, let's see here. I'll have to watch the documentary. It's a good documentary. I mean, I, we're, I, like, the, I like that we're finding stuff to watch that's not necessarily like in complete agreement with, with everything I say all the time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's always a good thing, you know? It's always good to hear a different perspective, you know? The dude in the beginning of this documentary reminds me a lot of my oldest brother. My oldest brother passed away from a heart attack at 43. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry to hear that. Like getting overly, like overly fit is an issue. Like mm -hmm. it's weird because people like, I think that that's what people think like what we do. And I just got to be honest. I don't, I don't, I just kind of fucking eat now. Like, I mean, now that we've, now that we've got some shit squared away, I worry way more about being overly critical about what I eat than what I eat. I know that sounds crazy because I'll get overly critical about what I eat and I'll fuck myself a little bit. You know what I mean? Whereas now, like I work out like, like I work, I didn't, I took two days off cause we worked out for like a 10 day stretch or I took three days off, which is awesome. Like I needed it, you know? Um, but I work out for like 45 minutes a day, an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes when I'm really, really pushing it. I work, we're fucking fitness people for a living, you know? Uh, focus on sleep, hydration. I'm a little behind on hydration today. Uh, she's got right there. <laughs> but stuff like that. But like people get overly fucking crazy about it. it. It's not a good thing either. It's just not. Well, oh. uh, <laughs> September 8th is the first date. September 22nd, it was the first kiss. Uh, and then we have other dates. We not that date. So, although I can tell you what it was. So. <laughs> Just, just no one asked. <laughs> You're just uh, throwing stuff out there. <laughs> Raw steak. Anyway, uh, at around 33, I would exercise twice a day, eat six to eight high, uh, high, high, highly controlled meals, etc. Every day, other day, it became miserable. I can imagine. I also found that exercise that worked for me, push ups and bodyweight squats, too easy to get rid of my appetite. That's good. Good for you. Uh, you get the food for the uh, you get the food for the house and the food for, uh, for eating in the car. On the way home. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna scroll down here a little bit, see, and get to because those I think those were from a while ago. Yeah. So. Uh, 
I don't like my loose skin, but it, uh, I like it so much more than the extra 220 pounds was in it. Great yes. job. Good for you. And then seriously, if a wheelchair user uh, with muscular dystrophy and a serious injury to the brainstem can do this, I refuse to, be I, I refuse to believe that they can't. Okay. I, I mean, it's about choices. And I just think that I, 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 th I think the people like that's why the fat acceptance community is, is dangerous because they make it, they make it seem, they make a very hard choice to do on a consistent basis, especially when you first start out, they make it seem like not necessary, you know, uh, like instead of just getting healthy, they, it, it's very much made to seem like, you know, just go ahead and eat whatever you want. It's no big deal when it actually is a big deal. It does matter what you eat. I mean, how could it not? It's supposed to be fuel for our bodies. Let me see here. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, lots of fucking things. Lots of things. Um, boom, boom. And by the way, here's here's the coaching special. By the way, I just wanted to fucking put that out there for everybody again. Uh, it's about a permanent lifestyle change. It's about interesting. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love Alan's shirt. It's awesome. So you can get this at elginintensity.com. I don't know where the sauce is, but I'm saying she's the model. She's the model. We like to think so. <laughs> uh, I like to think so, yeah. I, mean, I, I like to make sure, like, I remind people all the time. We, we, we. <laughs> the diet industry doesn't want me to succeed. It has to be small, consistent changes. Every two weeks, I made another change. You know, the, I mean, the diet industry, like, gets, like, I find it funny that these people think that it's, like, it's this nefarious fucking thing where they, they're like, watch us make these fat people fail over and over again. It's not, I mean, not one of them doesn't like, I don't, I don't know fitness people that don't want to actually have their shit work. You know, like I, I don't necessarily know about that. If you're talking about the diet industry, when it comes to like Atkins bars and shit like that, it's a candy bar, you know? And they talked a lot about the diet industry as if, you know, it, was something horrible and to uh, avoid. And I'm not for the diet industry at all, but at the same time, they were eating all of these highly processed foods that are made by these corporations. Mm -hmm. And that's a bad industry too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't even know that you're choosing the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just funny to watch people be like the diet industry is bad for you as they smash a cupcake into their face. Like literally in the, like they were showing this woman, like they were, they were showing her eat a cupcake while the voiceover was her talking about the diet industry. Mm -hmm. And I just found it to be so fucking weird. Like, it's almost like, uh, we, we know this isn't diet food Yeah, You know, that's not diet food because it's not even really food, you know? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not furious. Okay. So guys, here's what I want to do. Uh, if anybody has any questions that would like to ask, go ahead and ask them. Uh, but besides, because we only have about five minutes left. I know this goes by so fast. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I just want to make sure that we talk to, and it can be about anything. Um, I, we saw a few people that started no morbidity recently and stuff like that. We ought to be back in stock within the next two weeks. Um, and we'll be, I mean, obviously announcing that it'll be a little bit bigger of, of a, of a stock this time, but the advertisement for it, like the advertising push starts up until now, it's just been kind of word of mouth. Um, I did want to say to any of you, any of you that would be willing to do a video testimonial showing your bottle of no morbidity and how well it's worked for you and everything like that, make a little video thing that we that uh, you wanted to send to me. You could send it to a Roberts at everydamdayfitness.com. 
You can reach out at the MF, MFA COO on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, and then uh, I'll send you a thing where you'll just send in like a video, uh, a video approval where we get to use the video. And they, they've been sending people like uh, plant the starter packs and stuff like that, like the sample size starter packs for plants and all like that. That's so so nice. if you would like to do that, please do send the video in. Uh, make sure you show the bottle in the video and say what how it's worked for you. Just be as honest as you can. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're glad everybody has had really good success mm -hmm. on it so far. We've only had one. I've only had one or two people reach out and be like, "Hey, I just don't think it's working for me." And it normally turns out that the person doesn't either watch their hydration, which is a big thing for everybody, or they um, they just can't stop eating sugary foods. And honestly, we're like product two. We're going to try to help people with the sugar cravings and insulin spikes and glycemic responses and stuff like that. But um, so if anybody uh, wants to send in their video testimonials, that's either A. Roberts, A-R-O-B-E-R-T-S, at everydamndayfitness.com. You guys might have heard of it. Um, uh, you can send it there or, uh, or you can send me the, uh, uh, you can send it to my Instagram or my Twitter at the MFingCOO. Let's see. Diet industry is evil. They have a full kitchen of Hostess Nestle's. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys look great. Fit body, mind, uh, fit mind, and vice versa. Thank you for keeping it up. We've, we had a really, we don't get like relaxing, relaxing weekends very often, but I spent a good eight hours in the pool between yesterday <laughs> and the day before, like just literally floating in the pool. Mm, so nice. And like no phone in my motherfucking hand. It was very nice. Like super, oh, just nice. So. Just popped half an ember and I'm off to the gym. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Happy birthday. Yes, happy and birthday. Have an awesome workout. Have an awesome <laughs> workout. No worries. I'm actually taking pics every week to see the progress going on with it. That's outstanding. Nice. That's outstanding. My current dilemma, what flavor of planta to order? Decisions, decisions. Peanut butter, banana. With, I, peanut butter. I like the gingerbread. You like the, yeah, you like gingerbread, gingerbread cookie. The chai is actually very good too. Mm -hmm. Like they, there are a lot of good flavors. Lots and lots and lots of good flavors. So, so. Alan, are you going to talk about the ingredients that are in the, in the product too soon? Yes, we're probably, I'm getting clearance to talk about, uh, to, I'm going to go over one of the ingredients, I believe, by the end of this week. Um, that's been an amazing, 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 amazing discovery. And uh, we're, we're, we're one of the only people that's going to be using this ingredient so far. Um, and it's fucking outstanding. Outstanding. Very pleased. But yes. So I think I'll be doing another uh, another update soon. I'm going to be pretty soon. Excellent. Make sure uh, one try to keep it like a one minute video and send it up. Send it away, Jess. Okay. Let's see. Alan, I think you should uh, name product two. Product two, just for the lulls. <laughs> You know, maybe we'll see. We had, that's we actually had a little hiccup with the name, so we'll see. Alan and Crystal, uh, get after me about smoking half a cigarette here and there. Uh, I need to stop completely. I would. I would quit. I mean, I don't see any benefit of it. Like, I mean, it is literally just something, uh, something for pleasure, I guess. I just don't think it's going to be that pleasurable, and eventually, it eventually car carries up to you. So, fucking quit. So what I would look at is when you do think about the why you do, like what is the, what is prompting you and kind of analyze that and see if there's something else you could do instead to kind of replace that something yeah. healthy that you can do instead. Yeah. Uh, something healthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you added that. <laughs> 
since starting no morbidity, I was uh, was three fifteen. Now two eighty eight. I haven't been in two eighty anything in decades. That's fucking. That's Great fucking job. amazing. So fucking happy for you. That's amazing. Great job. No morbidity is worth the investment. I need to uh, double check the numbers, but it's looking about one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars savings every month on my food bill. That's fucking great. That's fucking great, 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 great. Uh, can't satisfy hunger at around 1,800 to 2,000 calories recently. First time I've experienced this since dropping 75 pounds. Any specific uh, strategies? This hasn't been a struggle up until this point. I just got 1,800 to 2,000 calories. I could be stuffed on that, depending on what I eat. I would focus on fatty meats, and uh, I would definitely focus on fatty meats, beans, uh, good, uh, good uh uh, voluminous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, stuff like that. So, mm -mm. where'd you go, Renita? I smoked for 45 years, quit eight years ago. Damn, good Great for job. you. Good for you. Keeping it to a minute will be the challenge. I ramble so much. <laughs> I, I'm, I, 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 I can. Was it a heated pool? No, it's not a heated pool. We live in Southwest Florida. It's 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 95 degrees here right now. So. It's lovely. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, uh, it's. Amazing here, but no, not a heated pool. No, it's. I always. It always amazes me. People. People like fucking dig about the pool and shit like that. We live in fucking Florida. Almost everybody fucking has one. So, I don't think you are by any stretch of the imagination. It's just one of the things that like people are like. Oh, you think you're so special? You got a pool? We're like what the fuck? It's fucking Florida. You know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Please quit. Please quit. <laughs> Uh, I'm full on 1,200, 1,500 calories, and uh, mom's been taking it since it came out. No longer type 2 diabetic, changing lives. That's amazing. Holy shit. That's fucking amazing. That is amazing, that Paula. That's fantastic. That just gave me goosebumps, for real. <laughs> that's, that's fucking awesome. Hang on a second. Oh, shit. I wanted to... I needed to take a picture of that. Um, do you ever miss the cold weather in the fall? No, I do not. I do not at all. Uh, don't miss the winter wonderland. No, I don't. No, fuck no. I don't. We're gonna be up. We're gonna be up there at some point in time this winter. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna be so cold. Yeah, my body fat. Le my body fat level is very different than last time too. So I get cold a lot, lot easier. But no, no. Oh God, no. Mm -hmm. That's part of why I wanted to move to Florida. It's amazing. It's My happy amazing. Place. It's definitely is the happy place. Anyway, uh, we're at a little over a minute. Um, I'll, I just got to say thank you guys very much. I'll have next week's video announced and probably the thumbnail and everything like that up before too long. I'll talk about it all week for give you guys a chance to watch it. Mm -hmm. um, and I will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow I am either, there's tons of fucking things to talk about like lately about obesity, which is very, 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 very good. We need to break, we need to help people recover. Uh, I, I mean, I, I really, really mean that, but I, we might talk about Mike Israel and I don't talk about him much, but he recently just did a, um, uh, let's get re real about the healthy and every size movement. Um, he's highly respected in the weightlifting industry. Uh, we might talk about him. Um, and, and or we might talk about a few of uh, a few other people in the like kind of weight loss area. But uh, for the rest of the week, hang on a second. 
I saw something. Where can I buy? Can I buy the supplement? You can either get it at TigerFitness.com or the Ambrosia Collective. Hang on a second. I will get that out for you. But I do want to say, to yeah, they have to restock first. But you can get no morbidity right here. And as a matter of fact, for all, oh, <laughs> I'll just put this here. This is our. You can get no morbidity there. You can get the book "Fuck Being Fat: Solve Your Weight Problems Once and for All" from Ethan Willpower. You get the app for a month, which is her live and pre-recorded classes also. Um, or there's our three-month coaching program. You, there, the link up above is also for the gluttony special. Um, but uh, uh, the for the supplement, you can click yourself to get notified by email that, that, it's, that it's about to come in stock too. So um, I, would, I, would get it the, I would get it the day it comes out. Because even though this one's going to be bigger... We are going to be, they, they said they're going to be doing some advertising mm -hmm. for it this time. And that could change the whole game. Yeah. Like, even though like every, with every run, we, we, we get more each run, but this is the first time that they're going to be doing advertising for it. And it could uh, sell out very quickly since they're doing advertising for it. So yeah. uh, you'll definitely sign up. Thank you very much. And guys, I will talk to you tomorrow. We're going to enjoy the rest of the rest of the holiday, I believe today. So we'll talk soon. I wanted to thank you again. This is like, this is like the highlight of my week that like I, I get to, we're getting to, I'm getting to start doing this stuff with her. So uh, I thank you, baby. I love thank you very you. much. Thank you so. guys so much for letting me join you. Right. We'll, and we'll talk soon. Bye. God damn.